Yeah, welcome to Townhouse with Dog. Yeah, this time around we're on the uh, Access show. We're going to be accessing a whole lot of good things and um, running them down for you. And hi everybody around the world uh, streaming it and, and uh, grabbing it and syndicating it uh, on your device. Uh, podcasting uh, into your little good goose, that's for sure. Yeah, and got a lot of good things lined up uh, coming down. Hi everybody, Radio Galari in Broome, uh, Kansas City Online Radio, uh, Looker Radio, Smokestad Radio in the UK and... Um, Everyone in uh, in between. Now let's kick it off with some uh, Bob Couture. Oh yeah, coming down. Try 
Doug there getting us off of the Bob Couture from uh, Chicagoland. Great, um, great blues man there from, um, I think you heard Muddy Waters on the radio when he was about 12, he said, and uh, and uh, started attending uh, blues gigs and uh, never looked back. Uh, that's from his album, just called um, Don't Let the Devil Ride, because uh, that's what he's doing. That's right. <laughs> And um, good track there. Uh, don't let nobody uh, steal your joy on the dog. It's time we're doing the access show, and um, I'm doing it uh, in a makeshift studio. I've been shifting house, turn house. It's going to be a non-stop, non-stop story with the dog this time around, that's for sure. But um, it's true, so you're probably going to hear some uh, voice bouncing off, uh, bouncing off the walls, a bit of an echo on this time around. And um, that's the best I can do this time, get it out uh, to you, Townhouse. I'm going to have an interview with uh, Samantha Fish uh, on the show a bit uh, later. For she's in, attending a Blues Fest uh, Easter in Australia. Hey, guys, this is Samantha Fish, and you're listening to the Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Yeah, I'm going to do the interview I did with her a little while ago with some cuts from her new album, Bell of the West. That's Bell of the West. Uh, so I hope it's not too echoey for you and bouncing off the walls. But let's go with some Charlie. Blues overtook me. Yeah.
down my suitcase, pack up my trunk. I ain't been drinking. Blues made me drunk. Blues overtook me when I was a little child. You know, fast women whiskey made this poor boy wild. You might run, trying to escape. The blues will overtake you one rainy day. Blues overtook me. Charlie Musselwhite, um, the blues overtook me from his album One Night in America, and um, he's uh, always doing good things. Charlie saw him recently with Ben Harper. If you hope you got a chance to see that around the traps, touring the world with their, some of their new material. Um, wow, what a great concert! One more Hey, Mr. Charlie Musselwhite, and I'm listening to Salty Dog Blues and Roots. I You're on Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Yeah. You're on Salty Dog Blues and Roots. That's right. You're on Salty Dog Blues, blues and Roots. Doing the access show, uh, not the exit show, the access show, so you can get in. Maybe you can't get out, I don't know, but... Uh, we just give it a name each week, and uh, like the access thing, something going on in a dog's life, you can always track down from years uh, what's been happening uh, once I did the uh, Styrofoam show, because I was making a uh, fan thing out of Styrofoam, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you can probably track the dog's life. You can also track the echo, I can hear it in my own headphones. So sorry about that, Tone Hounds, a very live studio this time. Colin James. Dashboard, baby, take a ride and come on There's nothing left to lose but the moon Now the money's all gone When you get back, you get back down Wait on night for you to come around I'd like to get to know you But you're 40 light years away Come a little closer, but you're falling light years away. What you gonna do, honey, now that the sun's gone down? 
trying to find love when you're living in one horse town. I've had the blues for 14 days, cause there's a hole in the sky and it's here to stay. I'd like to get to know you, but you're photo light years away. I wanna get to know you, but you're photo light years away. James there out of Canada, indeed, um, from a new album of his, just called uh, Master Go, and that's uh, 40 light years, uh, I'd like to get you to know you, but you're 40 light years away, or something like that, on the dog here, two hours on the Access Show, we're coming up with an interview with Samantha Fish pretty soon, stand by, she will be touring uh, Oz and uh, at Blues Fest which is uh, Easter 2019, their 30th anniversary. Dog can't make it this year, but um, there'll be lots of uh, hip cats there doing the things and some great uh, artists, a great lineup. so that's a bit sad for the dog, but um, been going since about uh, 1997, so it makes it 22 years. I've only missed a few, but uh, good thing there. And Samantha Fish be coming down to... Um, to do the right thing. I think uh, she said it's her first time in Australia too. 
So, um, yeah, that'll be a great opportunity to uh, see a great talent. Yeah, Sully Dog, Blues and Roots. Heard uh, Kansas City Online Radio, Radio Galari Broom, West Australia, Smokestack Radio, Looker Radio UK, Who's That Rock Radio UK, your favourite uh, podcast catcher, and the mothership, Sully.com.au. Salty Dog. <laughs> <laughs> A few peaks and valleys I ain't seen You talk about love, I talk about love I don't know any better than to dream I know your father's house, it has many rooms Young men sweeping up with their brooms Well, if you want me I'm over the hill of life and I eat the bones The gristle and marrow feeds my soul Gives me the strength to forgive all the sticks and stones And what you see in me you think I see too Here telling stories for you But if you want me I'm over the hill
just uh, coming out there from uh, the latest uh, outing from John Heights on uh, New West Records uh, from uh, the, the Eclipse Sessions, the name of the track. And, um, yeah, that one, Over the Hill, he's getting on, uh, he's mid-60s, so they say. And of course, not many of us are in there, are we, turn outs, but... Um, Good on John Hyde for uh, uh, putting it down. Uh, someone said uh, he um, maybe getting on, but he's still uh, remembering his uh, long shadows he cast when he was a kid. <laughs> Something like that on the dog here. Two hours of Blues and Roots, and um, I'm liking it. On the Access Show, let's do some uh, Julie Rhodes. Uh, good track from an album she put out. I'll tell you about it in a minute. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Just uh, called um, Bounds Will Meet the Devil. 
and Key won't unlock my door. I think it was sent to me by someone who said this fantastic album. It's not actually uh, hasn't been released into too many places, and um, uh, so the, I think the album she sent out to a whole lot of DJs, and uh, can't find it on All Music Guide or any of those kind of things. And um, so yeah, Julie Rhodes, go and check her out if you can because. Uh, I'm, I'm trying my best to do the same um, to get some more background on her. And um, that was down the great track there, King One Unlocked His Door. Um, the album did come out in around um, 2016. So February 26th, finally got some information on it. Um, Julie Rhodes, great singer uh, from what we've heard. So, um, yeah, get on to it, Tone Hounds. On the access show, maybe we can access... Some uh, Julie Rhodes. That'll keep you going, won't it, Turnhounds? <laughs> yeah, on the dog. Let's go with some uh, Karen Kane, uh, Kevin Walsh, and Fats Kaplan. Somebody tell me, somebody try. Where was it going when I said goodbye? When I said goodbye to her. I think I said something like it's time I go And I give her one last kiss and that's all I know It's all I know for sure Now it's in the songs I sing It's the price I pay There's no such thing As a clean getaway Started growing beneath my feet Could have been the rain Could have been the heat Could have been the heat around her I knew I had to leave her Had to leave her bad I needed my freedom It was all I had It was all I had for sure Now it's in the songs I sing it's the price I pay There's no such thing As a clean getaway I'm waiting on a train I'm sitting by the window on a big jet plane I can't get her out of my mind Well, she's long gone now I saw to that and I cuss myself Cause she ain't coming back She ain't coming back this time It's in the songs I sing It's the price I pay there's no such thing as a clean getaway. Yeah, 
what a good album. Lost John Dean uh, from um, Kane Welsh and Kaplan. Uh, did a lot of work in Australia. I think they, uh, a few years back, I'm not sure they're um, touring as an outfit anymore. I think Karen Kane's doing other work in the States. I think um, Kevin Walsh, I think, uh, married an Australian uh, woman uh, recently, has um, some offspring as well. So he's uh, he's uh, out and about. You see him around the, the place a bit more than the the Kane Welsh captain outfit. Kaplan, not captain, sorry. Um, I hope you're getting the echo. Good thing. Uh, dog specialising in uh, echoes and things like that. Yeah. On the dog. On uh, the dog. Here's a track uh, from an album, a tribute to the, the Black Keys. And... Uh, a little track called I Got Mine.
Yeah. Yeah. On the dog there, they got so hipped up on their um, wah wah wah, doing the black keys of wah wah, that uh, something skipped a beat. Uh, yeah, from the album. Uh, blues on uh, black on blues or something like that. Uh, just let me check it out for you. Black on blues, a tribute to the Black Keys. And that was Leslie West, who uh, was born in I think in New Jersey, somewhere like that. He's seventies uh, now, but um, played with everybody from Warren Haynes and uh, Joe Bonamassa, and he's done all sorts of stuff over the years with the Who back in the early seventies, I think as well. Leslie West is the name of the man. And um, his uh, version uh, was part of the tribute to the Black Keys. So let's go back to early Black Keys, uh, Rubber Factory. Probably the first uh, thing I heard of them. And I heard this track, I thought, wow, they've got something going.
frozen in my mind on a blistering summer's day. You came walking down a deserted high street, 1996 a year, a Sunday evening. I walked out of the video shop and you waved, sort of mock embarrassed, as if polishing a low window as you walked on by. I hadn't seen you all weekend. But you didn't walk on by. You stayed. I stayed. And we stayed. Shops. It was the record number I counted in that strip. And that's 18 businesses gone bust because no one could see their way clear to shop anywhere but the plaza in those days. I rang a friend to go for a drink on a Thursday evening and nothing was open. But we had stuff to discuss. We were breaking up the band. With nowhere to walk on by to, we stood on the deathly street and figured it was somehow fitting. There was talk of renovation, rejuvenation, reinvention. But we weren't buying it. Eight empty shops, no one buying anything. Where you live now, do you see? Signs painted over into memory. A concrete sky on a cracked footpath. at the end of the street where you'd walked on by and we couldn't believe how high they were or who they would find to live there one morning we came along we found a tape around the building site like a crime scene on a Scandinavian television drama seems a crane had tipped and crushed some poor bloke as he stood they even drew an outline of his body on the road again like a crime scene in a Scandinavian television drama. It was a crime scene. They waited a few weeks, then they went back to work, building the new high street skyline. We walked on by, we talked of moving.
when you look at me, do you see that day outside the video shop, the business has gone bust, and the outline of a dead man on the road? Do you see the days, the miles, and the thought that we might leave as but a fleeting possibility? What do you recognise as we walk on by the new high street skyline? 24-hour gymnasiums, balcony docks, Friday night food delivery, motor scooters and a dizzying array of yoga schools. When you look at me, do you see anything you recognise? You stayed. I stayed. And we stayed.
little threesome there on the dog on the access show. Um, just heard from Rachelle Koba of the States. Um, I think she was uh, in Wichita, Kansas for a while or somewhere out there. Going back to Florida according to uh, all the information on her. That's a, a, an album. I played a couple of tracks uh, off over the last month or so called Blink. Album's called Blink, and that track, High and Dry, you left me high and dry, yeah. In the middle, some uh, Mick Thomas from the Land of Oz, um, famous uh, for his uh, track Father's Day, which was a big popular hit um, from uh, Weddings, Partings, Weddings, Parties, Anything, I think was the name of the, uh, the band. And um, that's a new album of his called Cold Water DFU, and anything you recognise, a sort of a, a chronicle of uh, change in the uh, urban landscape. I think he's talking about early recessions there, and then when uh, 18 shops were all closed, no one was there. And we kicked off that little thing there with, some, of course, some uh, Black Keys from the album Rubber Factory way back in the uh, early noughties, uh, probably 2003, four, something like that. Um, Black Keys and 10 a.m. automatic on the dog, on the Sully dog. I think we should uh, get on and hear what uh, Samantha Fish has to say with a dog. Dog uh, talking with uh, Samantha Fish uh, from uh, US of A. Free to cry and die, disenfranchised, blessed is the country. Yeah, talking to Samantha uh, on the eve of her getting out to Australia, first time uh, playing at Byron Bay Blues Fest and uh, doing some good things. Hello. Hello. Is that uh, is that Samantha? Yes, it is. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. Uh, Dennis here, or my name's Salty Dog from Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Really appreciate you giving us some time. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Fantastic. Yeah, look, um, we'll talk about um, your your fantastic new record. Um, You've been doing great things. I'd like to know about your, your background and. How you got to where you were, um, and also talk about some trip out to Australia with Byron Bay Blues Fest, which is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a, I, I, I've never really done anything in Australia before, and I've always wanted to, to come to Byron Bay, so this is a dream come true. Oh, that's great. Well, you've got a lot of fans out here, so you're going to have a great time. Wow, well, thank you. Well, before we do any more, <coughs> happy birthday for last week, um, I think. Oh, uh... uh, yeah, I appreciate it. That was, you know, it was a big one. Um, thank you very much. 
That's okay. Got a zero on it. It's one of those big ones. But um, a fellow Aquarian here, so I understand the uh, understand how things work uh, when you're born in January. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm Aquarius, so. <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of us around. Um, you, you grew <laughs> up in Kansas City, is that correct? Yes, I did. And um, and uh, I read something that you um, started off playing drums at an early age and then you switched over to guitar. And what was behind um, that sort of move uh, in your early years? You know, um, I think there was just always a desire to front the band. Um, guitars were all around my house. It just seemed like, you know, that was uh, the, like a really kind of rock star thing to do is to learn how to play lead guitar and sing. And, and I always wanted to do that, but I was sort of shy as a child. So I, um, you know, it took me a while to kind of come around to doing that, but I was drawn to it. Um, I think it was sort of inevitable. Yeah. Well, it's worked well. Uh, you've you fantastic guitarist that's for sure there's lots of other things you, you have a sister amanda is that correct yeah my sister amanda and uh she's put out records too so there's something in the family uh, that's very musical and uh, wants to go back to your parents or is it, is, is it just the, the way uh, you're brought up or what, what what's triggered all that you know they were they were pretty musical um hobbyists you know when we were kids uh and especially, you know, they, they kind of dabbled. My dad played guitar. My mom sang in church. And, um, you know, then uh, they played music around the house all the time. I think it was just an inevitability that we were going to pick it up. Um, to be career musicians, I, I I think we're the first in the family. But my my entire, you know, extended family, there's a lot of music there. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, that's fantastic. So it comes through. Um, of course, being a career musician um, is different to just playing guitar uh, in the bedroom, as <laughs> you probably know. Um, what's been some of the challenges for you um, sort of in the last 10 years, going from um, relative obscurity to now winning awards? I think this week you won awards with Offbeat Magazine for about five categories. Um, yeah, that was pretty happy. Yeah, amazing stuff. And um, Artist of the Year, Guitarist of the Year, and um, Blues Performer of the Year, uh, on and on it went. Um, so, yeah, it was on a roll. Yeah, fantastic. But so, so you know, that from ten, ten years career, and all of a sudden you're, you're almost at the top of that tree there. What's been the, the challenges in getting from um, you know that early days to now? Um, I mean, just trying to make money playing music is like I think the biggest challenge, and you know. Uh, yeah. Our industry is constantly changing. Stuff people used to, you know, things that used to make money don't make money anymore. So yeah. just having to constantly be creative and, you know, to try and navigate a career really takes a village. So putting the right team together, people who who care about you and 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 have like a, a vision and a goal in mind, and then have the uh, ability and capability of, you know, to execute it. I mean, that's that's always been a struggle, but. Um, I think it'll continue to be that too. You know, it's it's not an easy field. It's super competitive. But I, you know, I'm lucky that I I have acquired such a broad fan base in the U.S. and Europe, and you know, people have found us just on the web. It, it, I'm really fortunate. Um, you know, so as far as challenges go, I think I think we've we've kind of landed on the bright side of things, and you know, I, yeah. I, I know I'm I'm lucky. 
Yeah, talking to uh, Samantha Fish. Um, and I'm spinning some tracks from her latest album, Bell of the West. Yeah, this one, um, Poor Black Maddie. So, so, in all that, what's what's the key? Is it touring all the time, or is it um, uh, is it having a, someone told me Joe Bonamassa, as management has the, um, uh, the the seven hundred fans model, where you have seven hundred fans and uh, they each will spend a hundred dollars every time you go somewhere or something. <laughs> I mean, marketing concept, um, which seems to work for Joe Bonamassa. Um, so, so, what's what's yeah, been, What's been, the, what's been the, the key, some of the key things for you trying to make a living out of the, out of the blues, especially? Um, you know, uh, I think just going out and winning people over one at a time, and, and it has been, it's, it's been a consistent tour schedule. I mean, we were relentless when we work all the time. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, um, I, I, I kind of credit that, you know, that success to just constantly working and 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 just hitting it all the time i mean I, I think that's what you have to do especially when you're starting out you know and then you can pull back later once people know who you are a little more but you got to go out like i said win these fans over one at a time and that's yeah. really what it's like in the blues world yeah for sure for sure someone said to me once one brick at a time i think he's building a house yep. <laughs> one brick at a time yep. um then why the blues i mean there's a lot of great Young, uh, younger artists who start out young blues, they quickly switch to stadium rock or um, something along those lines, which is fine um, and far more lucrative. So, so why the blues for you? Well, you know, our music, and you'll hear when we come to Byron Bay, is, it, 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 it kind of expands over a few different genres and pulls an inspiration from different places. And it, it always has, to be frank, but, yeah. you know, anytime you kind of play something with a root foundation, blues background, they, you kind of get pulled into this into this world, and I, I'm such a fan of of blues. And honestly, my earliest inspirations, and, and even today, like I, I love I love I love the passion and you know just the raw the raw energy that goes into blues music.
everything I do is coded in it. Even if it's like, you know, an Americana song or a soul song, it's, it's all heavily influenced by blues. Um, so for me, you know, that, that's an easy thing because it's, it's really has found its way into pretty much everything that I do. So I guess that's how I end up there. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, you, didn't you have uh, Luther Dickinson producing that last record, Bell of the West? Yeah, Luther produced the last album, Bell of the West. And, and um, I mean, North Pacific All Stars were, for me, a fantastic band. I've always loved them, and um, I've interviewed Luther a couple of times. And um, they always yeah. surprised me by their cross the crossover with hip hop and all sorts of other things as well. Um, yeah, so they're they're another really diverse band that you know they're keeping that tradition alive, that North Mississippi sound. Yet they're still bringing in new things and, and, and new sounds to, to evolve it and keep it current in their own. Yeah. I think Luther famously wrote a song called I'm Going, I'm going to Country uh, so I can make some money. <laughs> I've got long days to <laughs> um, awesome. What was it work? Tell me about that album because I mean, this album is a, is, a, is a fantastic piece of work. Bell of the West, I mean, the songwriting, the, the production, the, the sound, I mean, everything about it's a great record. Everybody who hears it loves it. So, so tell me, what, where did that album start for you? You know, was it songwriting? Um, was it just discussions with Luther, or did you do it in the studio? Um, what's the sort of process you go through to get a record like that? Well, that that album was born um, kind of out of inspiration after we finished Wild Heart, which was my third studio album. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to go and do like an acoustic album with Luther um, and bring in all the like. I wanted to do like a North Mississippi meets Nashville style songwriting, you know, that kind of gets yeah. in this Americana vein with like a little bit more of that blues edge to it um you know and then of course we get in the studio and it definitely has an acoustic vibe but it's you know we electrified it because that's what we do um yeah. but the cast of characters that was on that record was like it, it was such a concept and like a beautiful project to be a part of the um there was a like Jimbo Mathis played and sang on it and um Lightning Malcolm as well as Luther we went to Zebra Ranch uh, girl named Lily May played fiddle and PK Jackson played um, drums and Sharday Thomas came in and played fife and fife and drum Amy Levere playing bass I mean we had all this incredible talent um, and it really a, a cast of incredibly talented women like I, I've never been in a studio where there was more women musicians and, and then it was it was like really kind of cool but it's got a beautiful feminine energy I feel like that record does um, but you know it, it just kind of, it kind of happened, you know, we set out to make an acoustic album and this beautiful thing just sort of fell together through that. And it was really a, a, a good, a good experience. Yeah, Sonny, uh, talking with um, Samantha Fish. Uh, I'm going to out to Australia. Uh, Played at Byron Bay Blues Fest, first time out in the land of Oz. And cutting some tracks from uh, their album Bell of the West. And here's a title track. Never knowing someday she'd become. Stop. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I played a lot of a lot of the um, the tracks on the Sully Dog Blues and Roots, which, which is a podcast, by the way, so a lot of listeners in America as well as Europe. Um, and um, all, all of them are good. I mean, there's a great track there called American Dream, which which is that tongue in cheek? Is it satire? How's that? Oh, totally tongue in cheek. <laughs> it's totally tongue in cheek because the verses are terrible, and it's like the hell with it. I'm living the American dream. It's it's kind of like the song is really, you know, to me, I you see a lot more people concerned with with their own interests and less about yep. the bigger picture and, and their neighbors and the greater good. And so the song is really kind of about all the terrible stuff that's going on, but hell, my life is okay, so I'm living the American dream, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It, it is tongue-in-cheek. It's supposed to be like a social criticism or critique, you know? That's how a lot of my songs kind of end up, though. They, they're, they, sarcasm is a, a problem <laughs> for me. That's great. So like Neil Young's um, um, yeah, Living in the Free World, and, uh, which was a... <laughs> He didn't mean. He didn't really mean it like that. And Donald Trump tried to use it, I think, at one stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not. Uh, it's definitely not what people think it's about, you know. But it's the same with American Dream too. And um, you know, I've, I've written a few songs like that. I try not to get overly political because I feel like, you know, we get so much of that in the world. But every once in a while, something hits me, and it's like I just got to write about it. And and what was it like working at uh, Zebra Ranch, which was the Jim Dickinson's place? Famously, Jim Dickinson's place. Man, it was amazing. It was my second time there because we did go in there and record a couple tracks on Wild Heart there. Yeah. At the Zoo Um And, um, you know, so it's something I've done before. But, uh, I mean, that place has such an incredible energy and it's out in the middle of, you know, uh, the Mississippi woods pretty much. And, um, you know, I, I just I love it. it. It was it was an incredible experience. Yeah, well, and uh, working with Luther, um, what what sort of influence does that Luther have on on your work? You seem to be doing a lot with Luther. Um, he's he's such a great craftsman. I mean, of songs, he really, you know, his approach his approach has always been to you know, he taught me something really important about production that, um, and it, it's actually like a really simple truth it's just sometimes you miss it as a guitar player or singer you know you you want to show what you can do rather than stick to like a um you know a, de- a definitive melody which might be pretty simple but something people can sing along to you know really it's like stick into a clear story and, and, a, and a clear melody and you know i mean he's he's really great at that so you know i i felt like i learned a lot in that session from him and he's a right. hell of a guitar player yeah no he's not bad um, and, and not so, bad at all. Not bad at all. <laughs> not bad, as they say. And, and coming back to the songs on the album, um, you, your songwriting is very, very uh, mature. Can I use that term? Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, mature songwriting. So how, how do you approach songwriting? And how do you get to these songs? It's not, not, not always easy for, to be a great guitarist or singer, but still be able to write great songs. Um, so, so, yeah. so what, the songwriting, um, how do you approach it? Um, you know, it's different. I'm, I'm still learning and, and figuring that whole process out, you know? As a songwriter, like, because I just finished recording my new record, uh, which is going to be out later this summer, and, and even from Bell of the West, I feel like I've grown a lot as a writer. You know, just right. 
learning the most important parts of telling a story and how to write something that, that really relates and connects with people, you know, um, being able to, you know, just clearly define something in a clever way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I, um, it, it, it's something you just have to consistently work on as a writer. I'm always writing and, you know, you end up writing a lot of crap before, yeah. um, uh, you know, before something good comes along, you, you just got to keep writing. All the time. Yeah, I, I was listening to some Dylan, uh, early Dylan, the other day, and thinking, now, what's the, what's the secret? To, he he has four lines, and I've just listened to a movie. And is it is the secret that he's observing people, or he's actually describing his own feelings, um, or yeah. things? Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm thinking that there's, there's an art in here. Here, there's an art in getting these lyrics right. And so many people get it wrong. Um, just, just to say enough to, and to leave the listener um, take their own journey, I guess that's the secret. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, my favorite songwriters are able to tell a story that they can really apply to, like, so many different people for so many different reasons. I mean, that's, that's one of my favorite things about Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers is yeah. you go to one of his concerts and, you know, 30,000 people are singing the same song for 30,000 different reasons. And it's just because, you know, there, he had a way of writing that connected with with people and really told it, it would tell your own story you know but in Dylan's the same way I mean I think there's so many different uh, interpretations you know uh, it connects to people so to me that's an amazing writer when you're able to describe something so brutally specific but yet it still relates to so many yeah um, I read somewhere that you um, you played with Devin Allman um, Early and, and uh, covered some Tom Petty's material. Yeah, yeah. Um, I but I played on Devin's ago. record several. Yeah, I played on his record several years ago. We did a an old cover, a Tom Petty Stevie Nicks "Stop Dragging My Heart Around." Um, but you know, I've been knowing Devin for years, and I just did a couple shows with him in the last two years. Um, he's been putting this this band together. It's like the Almond Family Revival, but it's the it's the Dwayne. It's a project he's doing with Dwayne Betts. It's the Almond Betts you know, family, family band. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Like we did a, a show at the Fillmore in San Francisco this last December, you know, he's, he's doing so well. I'm so happy for him. Like he's, he's just really carrying on the name and, and bringing his artistry to the forefront. I'm, I'm really happy for him. Yeah. He I, deserves I, it. Yeah. No, I must talk to them. I haven't done that. I, I, I did interview uh, his father a few years back, um, which was a great privilege. Um, but uh, yeah. Devin's material is really good, really, really great. Um, yeah, his new record he's got coming out is going to knock you all out. I mean, I know he's got a, a big, he's accrued a big fan base out in Australia, so I know the new one's going to knock you all out. Yeah, he's been doing a few tours. Um, what, what's, what's, your, what's the new record you've got coming out? What's, what, you've got a name for it yet? Yeah, the dog uh, took it here with Samantha Fish. Uh, here's a track from Bell of the West, uh, Cowtown.
not yet. It is uh, it's still coming. Okay. <laughs> Think yeah. about it when I do the print. <laughs> well, that's the thing is, you know, I, I'm not, they haven't quite released. We're, we're just not to that stage yet. You know, we're mixing right now and getting everything, getting everything yeah. together. But no, the name is not, is not, uh, is not out just yet. No, no. I got a, well, couple, I got a couple ways I want to, I got a couple ways I want to go. We'll see if we go that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know the, I know the feeling. Um, who are your, yeah. who are your current influences uh, out and about? Um, do you, some people tell me, look, when I'm playing, I don't, and writing, I don't listen to anybody else. Some people say I do all the time. Is it, where do you fit on that divide? You know, right now, since I started writing, and, you know, I, I hate to say it like this because it's like sacrilegious as a musician to not be listening to music all the time. I think people kind of expect you to always be taking it in, but... You know, sometimes you're you're in a constant state of, um, you know, bringing things in, and then sometimes you're in an output stage, and it's like right now I've just been writing so much, and I didn't want anything to really affect what I was doing that much, you know, like uh, yeah. knowingly. So I, I kind of, you kind of, I think I just do it subconsciously, you know, I stop, I stop listening so much, uh, and I, I just try try writing what's in my head and my heart, and, you know figure things out that way. I don't want too much input because it gets it gets sticky there. Yeah, no, I think it's a, that's a legitimate thing because um, sometimes you just have to block out other influences and see what comes yourself. Um, yeah, and, yeah, exactly. And, and, do you, and do you actually write on the road when, you, when you're, you're touring? Oh, yeah, I write all the time. I mean, and, and we tour so much. It's like I, I feel like I'm constantly having to to work on on writing on the road i mean really i don't have a lot of time off uh so it's not like i get to take a what do they call that um sabbatical to go <laughs> write uh, for weeks and months at a time it's, i'm kind of i'm kind of at the mercy of a tour schedule so but you know I've, I've gotten i've gotten pretty good at figuring out um figuring out the rhythm of when i can do it you know you just you just make it work you just make it work yeah 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 um I see you've been touring with Jonathan Long. Uh, well, you are touring with some Jonathan Long in the States at the moment. Yeah, Jonathan Long is, he's amazing, man. I mean, he, he's, he's the first signee to my label, Wild Heart. Um, he, he had me produce his record. Yeah, And right. And he's, he's incredibly talented. He's, he's going to do really, really well. He's, he's one of those guitar players that'll just tear your head right off. Uh, yeah, no. In a good way. In he's good great. Way. He's uh, great. Good, good, good record, too, that he's put out. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He's. I'm. I'm proud of him and proud of that as well. And I'm. I'm really happy for him. So, you, well, I know we're going to run out of time, but and I was on quickly about talking about Byron. But um, what made you t- create your own label? Um. Well, I produced Jonathan's record, and me and my manager were shopping it around, and it was like we just got to a point where it's like, you know, we can. I feel like we can. We can do this and. And, and do him justice. And um, and I had always wanted to start a label. That is the yeah. thing that I, I've always wanted to do. And, and really, it's just to contribute to music. It's to, to help other artists that, that are hardworking, that, that deserve a team, you know? And and just to be able to help facilitate that, um, it, it's really kind of nice to, to be a part of that. It, it really is a, it gives back, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no and it's also a bit of uh, artistic control, I guess, as well. And what you do with it. Um, 
Now, let's talk, let's talk about Byron. I think you're playing, uh, you're going to be there the whole time, uh, by the look of it. Um, it's a huge festival, got 100,000 people over the, the Easter break. And I think you're playing um, Thursday through to the Monday, from what I can see. Um, so you'll be basing yourself in, um, in uh, Byron Bay. Um, what have you heard about the Byron Bay Blues Fest? You know, I've been watching that lineup for years and years, and it's it's such a I, I don't know it's such a diverse festival, and I've always wanted to be a part of it, and I was so excited that I finally got the opportunity because I'm I've wanted to do it for years. To be completely honest, it's one of my bucket list festivals. So I'm I'm just thrilled. I'm I'm so excited to be a part of it. Can't wait to see yeah. all the shows. You know, it's your first time to Australia. Yeah. Oh, well, you're, you're uh, yeah, that. it's my first time. You're going to love I that. I know. Thing. I can't wait. I'm Australian, so I'll, I'll be... Um, Parochial, as they call it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, certainly yeah. there'll be a lot of people looking forward to uh, seeing you. Um, I guess not everybody can get to Byron um, Bay Blues Fest, so um, there's no side shows this time around. There's no side stages? No, so, so, some people come to Byron, they do side shows. They go to Sydney or Melbourne or some of the big centres. Yeah. So you're not doing that this time, just doing the Byron Bay? Yeah, I think that's what we're doing. I, I, you know, it's still my, my schedule's still not quite so clear to me. Um, okay. But, yeah, I believe that's, that's what we're doing. Yeah, I'm just having a quick look on your site there and, 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 and saw that you're doing the full, full... Some people come and do one day at Byron, do something in Melbourne, Sydney or whatever. It depends on... On what their schedule is overall, I guess. So, look, we're really looking forward to, to, to catching there. It's going to be uh, great. It looks like we'll have a few opportunities to um, see you. You bring the band out? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, it appears I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring uh, my band from the U.S., yes. And uh, who's in that band? Um, it's going to be uh, Scott Graves, my drummer, Chris Alexander, my bass player, and please still bring my keyboard player. Right. right, so we'll see Samantha fishing full flight, um, which is going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I do a, I do a pretty, you know, I do different sizes of bands. Like in the states right now, I got a set of six piece. I had a seven piece last year, so we kind of we we kind of change it up for what we need, you know. Yeah, and um, how was it be being a band leader? Did you find that job easy? Um, no, it's not easy at all. It's like it's a, you know, it's. It's a difficult job, but, you know, I've got a good group of people around me, so that definitely makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's when you have to change, swap people out, I guess it gets hard, um, or, or yeah. change personnel around, yeah. Yeah, that can get very, yeah, exactly. very difficult. Very difficult. Look, I appreciate your time, Samantha. It's been really great having a chat with you, and um, certainly look forward to you coming down to Australia first time, and... Um, and uh, give you a blast at the Byron Bay Blues Fest. Well, thank you so much. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, been listening to uh, Samantha Fish talking with the dog about her first trip to Australia, Byron Bay Blues Fest 2019, and some cuts from uh, her latest album that's been released, The Bell of the West. We're going to go out with Gone for Good.
guys, this is Samantha Fish, and you're listening to the Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Dog on the Axis show. Um, glad you. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, interview with Samantha Fish. It was um, great uh, doing that uh, on the uh, on the line to the states. And um, looking forward to uh, catching her uh, if you're at bar. Make sure you uh, catch her and say hi to the dog. So, um, great performer and a great record she's uh, been putting out too. And we just heard then from Uncle Tupelo from an, a rare album of theirs, "Still Feel Gone" and uh, "Fall Down Easy." On the dog, Solid Dog Blues and Roots. We're doing two hours. Hey, this is John Hammond, and you're listening to Salty Dog Blues and Roots. Yes, you are, uh, John Hammond. We must get some uh, John Hammond back on the show. We haven't done for for a while. 
But um, got a new album from um, the guy in South Australia called Peter Miller. And um, this track, Company Man. Dust and dead, my father flew the planes. For men that dug the holes, laid the claim. Days in a mining town, no trees to fall down, every house a home. Random storms, blue skies, blue day. Leaving town we moved north The sun burned and torched all hopes Of the rain being good that year No need for shoes at school that year Like Broken Hill ground Held no fear like scorched the ground Feet safe and sound My father he worked for the company Good man for the company Long days dying sun Dedicated to a dream United by the family scene My father worked for the company Good man for the company No fear the company left you dry Those days are gone Thank God this family remains My father, he worked for the company Good man for the company track there from um, Peter Miller. There's a lot of Peter Millers in Australia, in Queensland and South Australia and Melbourne, all musicians. So there must be something in the in the water about the Peter Miller thing. 
But um, that was a, a track, Company Man, from um, from his album Hard Day, Dirt Rain. Good thing some fingerstyle guitar and um, liking that on the dog, getting down with some um, music from uh, Australia and um, elsewhere, yeah, as, as we've been doing. Hey, this is John Hammond, and you're listening to Salty Dog Blues and Roots. I we heard from John before. I'm going to really have to play some John Hammond uh, hitting the wrong button. Let's try this one, uh, Salty. G'day, guys. This is Pete Cornelius. It's your new track for our new track. A new track. Get your tongue out of your tongue, uh, sorry. New track from B. Cornelius. Um, uh, just called Rolling Wheels.
Do-do-do, yeah. From uh, the new album by Pete Cornelius, uh, Doing Me Good. Doing, doing me good. And um, <laughs> that little track there, uh, Rolling Wheels, and uh, on the Access show. Could access to some good things there on the dog. And I was uh, pumping um, John Hammond. I hit him once and then I hit it twice. And, uh, gee, uh, Sully, um, I think you're getting, giving yourself a message. Hey, this is John Hammond, and you're listening to Salty Dog Blues and Roots. So I'll take my own advice and hit uh, play a John Hammond track from these fantastic album where he cut a lot of um, Tom Waits songs. And it was called Wicked Grin. And if you haven't got it in your collection, you must have it. Even if you like streaming, you've got to buy it because it's a masterpiece. Let's get it. Get behind a, get behind a mule with John Hammond. And I think there's a little bit of Tom Waits uh, played on this too. Molly be damn smoke Jimmy the harp With a horrid little pistol and a lariat She's gone to the bottom and she's going down the drain Said she wasn't big enough to carry it She said, get behind the mule In the morning and plow She gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow She gotta get behind the mule Morning and plow. She gotta get behind the mule. The morning and plow. Choppity chop, go the axe in the woods. You gotta meet me by the fall down tree. Shovel of dirt upon a carving lid. And you know they'll come looking for me, boys. I know they'll come looking for me. You gotta get behind the mule. Morning and plow. Get a get behind the mule. In the morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule. In the morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule. In the morning and plow. Big Jack girl was eight foot one. He stood in the road and he cried. He couldn't make a love and couldn't make a stay But tell the good Lord he tried Tell the good Lord he tried Gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the mule Morning and plow. Dusty trail from Atchison into Placerville on the wreck of the Weaverville stage. Beautified and beat it for a lemonade. I was stirring my brandy with a nail, boys. I stirred my brandy with a nail. You gotta get behind the mule in the morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule. Morning and plow. You gotta get behind a mule in the morning and plow. 
gotta get behind the view. Morning and fire. Well, the rampage and sons of the Widow James, Jack the Cutter, the Pop Mark Pit, had to stand naked at the bottom of the cross and tell the good Lord what they did. Tell the good Lord what they did. You gotta get behind the mule. Morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule. Morning and plow. Get behind the mule. In the morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule. In the morning and plow. Punctuated words on the power line. In the studio big with Buddy Joe Hoax. I dig all the way to China with a silver spoon While the hangman fumbles with a noose ball Where the hangman fumbles with a noose You gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the mule In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the In the morning and plow You gotta get behind the mule in the morning and plow. Pin your ear to the wisdom post, pin your eye to the line. Never let the weed get higher than the garden, always keep a sapphire in your mind. You gotta get behind the mule in the morning and plow. Gotta get behind the mule in the morning and plow. You gotta get behind the mule in the morning fly. You gotta get behind the mule in the morning and fly. Don't love me too much I don't think I can take it Little tender to the touch It feels like we can break it I'll follow you I'll follow you around 
Don't you dance so close I don't think I can follow Been hanging with the ghosts Because of all this trouble But I'll follow you I'll follow you around I'll follow you down I'll follow you Don't you speak so soft I don't think I can bear it Dancing with the ghost It's much too late to fake it But I'll follow you I'll follow you around I'll follow you
That's for sure. Oh, my God. That's cool. That's what I reckon. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah, three things there pretty cool on the um, on the dog, on the Axis show. Just heard from Canada's Cowboy Junkies and from their album Trinity Sessions and um, Postcard Blues. Some weird things there and uh, just trying to follow, follow his lyrics and I'm not sure where, where they're taking me. <laughs> In the middle there, the great Broderick Smith out of Australia uh, from his album The Unknown Country and The Ring. And I'm pretty sure that's uh, Shannon Bourne uh, on the guitar going wild, as only he can. And uh, kicking us off, Alejandro Escovado, Follow You Down from the album A Man Under the Influence. Of course, all of that followed John Hammond uh, from the Wicked Grin album, um, Songs of Tom Waits, and uh, Get Behind the Mule, what a great version. Of that thing, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, on the dog here, we've been doing all sorts of good things on the interview with Samantha Fish. Let's go with some uh, Dr. Ross. So 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dr. Ross there from uh, an album, Rock and Blues Essentials, um, sort of compilation thing there, and uh, Cannonball, the name of that track. And uh, coming down to the end of the Access show, I'm going to take us out with um, the new band from uh, Dustin Arbuckle, um, was with Morlin Arbuckle, a uh, fantastic band who split up a couple of years ago. His new band, uh, Dustin Arbuckle and the Damn Nations, and... Um, it's the uh, first track I've got had of theirs, and I think they're going to tour Europe uh, in a few weeks. So uh, if you're listening in Europe, uh, look out for Dustin Arbuckle and say, the dog, send you along. So uh, I'm going to go out with this one, a live thing called I Can Tell. Dustin Arbuckle and the Damnations. Uh, I'll get out of your way. And uh, until next time, this is the dog signing off, saying take care of yourself. Look after each other. I know you don't love me no more Now honey, you won't answer your telephone When I knock on your door They tell me you ain't home Oh, you've been running with some heartbreaking Charlie
thank you all very, very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's so good for us to be back here in the Twin Cities at the Hook and Ladder.